in with such energy too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, so now this is attempt number two to record there this episode. We, we turn them on, and then mm. that way it works better. Podcasting so much easier <laughs> with microphones turned on. Yeah. Surprisingly, welcome to an episode of Up Your Alley Podcast. My name is Taylor Edgar. With me, as always, is my co-host Jake Baggett. Say hi, Jake. Hello, hello. We are recording this late in the evening. Mm-hmm. It is ten thirty. Eastern Daylight Time, yeah, or Standard Time again. I refuse to learn which one we're in. Eastern American, Eastern American Coast Time. Mm-hmm. That one. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are uh, uh, best friends, and we like to recommend things that the other one might like. Find out if it is in fact up their alley, and we uh, report back the next week and give each other a score. Mm-hmm. So that's how it works. How was uh, Christmas, bud? First was, time I've seen you since the holidays. It was really good. Or holiday. Yeah, the that's holiday. The holiday with Just for that us. people are referring to when they say happy holidays. Yeah, specifically our holiday. <laughs> yeah, that's we're taking that back, too. <laughs> <laughs> how was the holiday? How was the holiday? <laughs> it was really good. I was able to spend the morning with my niece and nephew and watch them open presents. And Oh, yeah? My uh, niece got me a knuckle sandwich for... <laughs> it's nutritious yeah it's crazy yeah. and she got four cans of pringles which she was extremely <laughs> excited about i'd be stoked for four cans of pringles <laughs> you know what i have uh, i don't know if you noticed it when you came in but uh in the room where the christmas tree is is my present from my family i've i've told you that i've been training crows <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, yeah. I guess podcast is a nighttime thing. Crows is a morning thing. What's what do you mean you've been training crows? So, um is that kind of like counting crows? No. First of all, and don't think for a second there's not something by counting crows in my notes app to recommend to you <laughs> in later months because there is. We'll get back to that. But no, uh I was reading uh something on crows and then it apparently popped up in all my algorithms and eventually went down a YouTube rabbit hole of like people that have trained crows. Yeah. And the crows will bring them gifts and whatnot. Oh my god. If you leave out food. And so I tried it once and I was like, hey, there are crows around here. So I'm gonna, you know, get one. Yeah. I'm gonna make it bring me stuff. Oh my god. I'm gonna have a magical familiar. Because <laughs> this is what grown men do you know, in the year I, of twenty twenty two. I had absolutely no idea. This was one of your hobbies. <laughs> oh, it's it might be up your alley. So it started a while ago and it's escalated. I guess it comes a point in middle age where Men just get weird about something. It's you either, find it. yeah. you know, you're going to start tying your own flies and go fly fishing. Mm-hmm. You're going to have model trains. Fuck it. I'm whittling. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like you're going to have yourself a good old kazoo by Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> but mine is apparently uh, amateur crow training and well, podcasting. It'd be interesting to see what they bring you. Yeah, nothing yet. So anyway, <laughs> I've been leaving out uh, whole shell peanuts because mm-hmm. they're big enough for the crows, but they're... Uh, too big for the little birds so the little birds leave them alone and we don't have many trees no squirrels i'm like crow fucking paradise oh yeah have you seen any pick them up or anything like that well not until i brought in the bell the bell (laughs) is there because i found a youtube video of crow calls to attract crows and would go out there and play it (laughs) oh fuck it this is embarrassing i would play it every morning (laughs) And then I would hit this little lobby bell, like you get like a like a shitty diner like orders sure. up. Sure, yeah. And uh, <laughs> then eventually they start showing up. And then if I'm late, now they hang out in the yard. Holy shit! And they'll be like, ah, just crow for like, where's the fat guy with the with the peanuts? <laughs> so I ended up with now I have 84 pounds of peanuts that my family <laughs> has bought me as jokes. <laughs> But I'm totally fine with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't have to buy peanuts for a little while. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I have a go-to 
joke gift and it's like oh god it's fucking taylor's birthday or whatever it's like oh, give him fucking peanuts it's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> easy out i'm gonna coast on this for another like 30 40 years then we're just gonna call yeah. it quits <laughs> once we get a p.o box they can send us oh, uh, peanuts all of it or things crows <laughs> can be given as gifts yes things or, crows and or if you're a crow that knows <laughs> how to use <laughs> yeah. if you want to send like, it through p.o box yeah that'd be perfect. if you're still listening after the crow talk you're in for a treat <laughs> um so yeah, we can uh, get your recommendations as well. I know we're talking about uh, hopefully getting a listener submission um, episode specifically. That's upyouralleypod at gmail dot com. Yeah, and uh, yeah. So who went? I went first last time. So we're going to talk about what you recommended or what I recommended for you first. Okay, sure. So uh, like I said last week, I recommend Jake read the graphic novel uh, Spider Man Life Story. Written by Chip Zdarsky and written by Matt Bagley. Um, it is, I think it's, I gave you the one that it's all, it's just the six issues, right? It doesn't have the extra annual in it. Or did I give you? No, there's no annual. Okay, cool. Yeah, there's an annual that's like a little side story. It's the same story that you're about to read, but told from uh, Jameson's perspective. Oh, that's very interesting. Yeah, it's pretty cool. All right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, it's a graphic novel and it tells the story of Spider Man from the 1960s. Mm hmm. Uh, all the way to the mostly present day. They don't give yeah. it a specific day, but they it's go like to the 2010s. The 2010s at some yeah. point, and he is aging appropriately. Jake, uh, what's your big takeaway from it? What do you think of the book? Well, first of all, I want to bring up that you're trying to go for some easy points. Am this I? Episode? Why? Because it's like you know Spider-Man. aging in Spider Man. Spider Man is my favorite. <laughs> you know this about me. So when you're like, it's probably up his alley because I know we've seen like all, every Spider-Man movie together. Not the Maguire ones, but yeah, I would say. <laughs> yeah, not the Maguire. But probably from Andrew Garfield on. Yeah, we've been catching every yeah. Spider-Man. I'm looking forward to the next Spider-Man. Right. And um, yeah, sitting down and reading this, um, as soon as we hit the 80s, I was absolutely hooked. I could not stop reading it. The 60s was really great. I love the setup and I love... Uh, how everybody looks it does have right. the classic like osborne, that osborne weird hair. hair yeah yeah i don't understand it's, it but it looks like no hair that's ever existed in nature or any other form i can't of understand what it means yeah. i don't know if it's color or if it's curls it's not worth it to think about it. <laughs> it's not it's yeah. just look at it and you're like that's an osborne <laughs> like, i could tell just by looking i bet he's up to something <laughs> yeah <laughs> look, look at his weird cornrows that go horizontally <laughs> <laughs> so the 60s was very Interesting, keeping yeah. up, because it's my type of Spider-Man that I love, who's right. uh, very young, you know, and he's still learning about what responsibility is. What it means to be a hero and yeah, whatnot. Yeah, working on that part of it, yeah. and then going into the 70s, when he's, that's another Parker that I really like, which is, now he's an adult, you know, right. he's he's very, like, late 30s, I mean, like, early 30s, late 20s, and he's, you know working on uh, his relationships, Mm -hmm. and he's still trying to find out how much responsibility he is supposed to take. Like, Vietnam is a question from the 60s, and he's like, I don't know if I'm supposed to go as Spider-Man over to Vietnam. Because there there is that, too, where it doesn't follow, like, beat for beat for beat what happened in the main story, you know, The Amazing Spider-Man, the actual one that most people consider this is the Spider-Man canon. It hits some of the beats, but... Some things like that that compress a decade's worth where there were stories about this sort of thing yeah. in the actual books month to month, and they kind of compress it down to one issue for every decade yes. that's in the series. And that's when that's one of the cool things about it is how they 
would they cut out a lot of the fat too like which is that's yeah. basically kind of like what it was they were doing the uh big beats for him like um right. when the symbiote suit showed up you know In the 80s yeah, yeah that's when i was like this is great because yeah. the symbiote works it's a classic perfectly what you know most people that was i remember when um like the sega genesis the maximum carnage games were coming out mm-hmm that suit got more associated with Venom, but I always yeah. remembered it as, you know, what Spidey the 300 had. Yeah. issue, Spider-Man, mm-hmm. Secret Invasion. Yeah, because he was off, like, in, that was one part that was kind of funny when Mary Jane's like, oh, I wonder where Peter is, and it's like, he's on, in another dimension, yeah. basically, <laughs> fighting for his life. <laughs> he's fighting with the other heroes. Yeah, yeah like, and you see a lot of them. gone for, like, 14 days. Yeah. I think he's dead. <laughs> what, I, what is also cool about um, how it's written, like we said, with it condensing, like, a decade's worth of storytelling. Mm-hmm. Um, there are the other Marvel, you know, figureheads like Tony Stark's in it yes. selling weapons because he's not a great person. He's and the way they build up the Civil War between him, him and, and Cap, yeah, Cap, it it spans decades, right? It's still like a beat, like which is cool, that like that, crazy. But that's a great storyline. If it's a great storyline as it's written, and it's a great yeah. storyline, I think Civil War is probably my top three favorite Marvel. Oh movies. my god. But uh, Mark Millar's uh, comic book yeah. series is fantastic. But it's kind of cool seeing that play out instead of like um, an event, like something big happened and yes. Tony and Cap are taking sides. Not it's like doing... these fuckers have been at it. Yeah, for and a it's from minute. Spider-Man's perspective, just so, watching because he was like the yeah. younger guy, and, and like at first they're just talking about the war, mm-hmm. and they're they're like, yeah, we you know we captured Daredevil. And you're like, what the fuck are they talking? Oh about? my god, they're doing the Civil War. Yeah. and you're like, this really works out well because I'll I'll give one little hint is uh i mean we during, do, we do spoilers and whatever. i don't want to do spoilers for this one. Oh shit i think there's people that are going to listen to this this is going to be a three they okay thank you for telling me <laughs> no spoilers because i was about to talk about the ending <laughs> good i don't want to spoil it because oh, i believe awesome. there's people that deserve to read this story of course it's a three it's an unbelievable okay three. so we're just getting that out of the way as soon as the symbiote suit started and like <laughs> spider-man's older now so his body's not up to par like right. it used to be so that's kind of a cool so he gets kind of, of addicted it. to the symbiote it's suit. like a drug yeah it's kind of like um in the boys like the project v yes have you guys yes. yeah, yeah uh-huh very very so he's using it as stuff. a uh, as a stimulant to yes. be like i'm not the old spider-man yeah i can still help that's this he's addicted to uh how much responsibility he's supposed to have and that was right. a very current concurrent theme which is my favorite theme about spider-man is you know I got all this power. What exactly do I do with it to make the world better? I just keep to seem to be like running in a hamster wheel trying you know, to help. That was kind of your takeaway from It Follows that you recommended for me. What's that? You kind of took that as uh, the monster is like a responsibility of growing up. The and adulthood. Being an adult. I, I so that kind of rang a bell with you too. Exactly. I love that stuff. Yeah. Where you know Spider Man, even in his old age, he's still like I don't. No, I still don't know mm-hmm. what what can I do that's going to be the best thing for everybody. Yeah, and he, sometimes he gets frozen. And he doesn't mm-hmm. do anything. Sometimes he does the wrong thing, and sometimes he he does it Spider Man style. So this is your great. this is your kind of Spider Man. This is fantastic Spider Man. Yeah, yes, this is exactly the type of Spider Man that I love to read. I haven't read a, a good Spider Man story like this in Spider Man Blue. Really? Yes. So this is like top tier Spider-Man for you. This is top tier. Can't believe you missed it. I can't believe it. I can't huh. believe I didn't even know it was something. Jesus, man. Because I was hooked, man. Yeah. I loved it. And the only thing that I would say as any type of critique is the artist doesn't capture action the way that I appreciate action captured. It feels more awkward. It feels stiff. Okay. And that would be the only thing. Okay. I can still understand what's going on sometimes, but yeah. sometimes I'm like... I guess he was punched. I can't 
because it'll just show a person being like, gotcha. Oh. Okay, like, so it's just a little artistic, not your favorite, but other than that, storytelling yeah, wise, just so, but the art overall is really great. Uh-huh. It just the action was something that I wasn't into. But I do like how he kind of he didn't like try to emulate like um, the nineteen sixties uh, Stanley Jack yeah. Kirby. He kind of like like we were saying earlier with the Osborne hair. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly, it's kind of like that, but he doesn't, you know. It's, fake it it's he still makes it his own yeah it's a consistent art style throughout which is you know it works really well for the story that it's trying to say yeah. which is like yeah you're watching spider-man age and it's very 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 interesting it's it hits all the beats that makes a great spider-man you know yeah every one of these decades could have been its own graphic novel and it would have been well it was also amazing. each one of those decades was hundreds and hundreds of comic books yeah so i would say uh, yes, three points, of course. Okay, all the way. I know Loved that it. they did another one similar to this with a Fantastic Four life story. I don't mm. know if they're planning. I haven't read it yet. I'm not a huge I, fan of Fantastic Four. I did like the characterization of Reed Richards in Spider-Man Life. I story. loved his relationship, yeah. with him, and I love how Kurt Connors isn't really yeah. anything. He's, I, he's just like, hey, they did better with Kurt Connors, like because he's not in it much, but they yeah. did a better. I would think more complete Kurt Connors story than they did in two movies with yeah. um, Kurt Connors. Yeah. Like yeah. Kurt Connors, we didn't even get to see him be a uh, lizard in the yeah. Raimi movies. You see him and he's yeah, there. He's and he's there like, and he even has one arm. It was one of those like moments like, you're not going to believe what we're going to be doing next. Like, see this? Oh, and everyone in the theater was like, I know who that's going to yeah. be. And like, and never. And then he was in the amazing Spider-Man and then he came back in Spider-Man um, Far From Home. Just but, straight up lizard. No, that. no way home. Far from the third, the third fucking far Tom from home. home. No, that's the second one. No, no way, way home. home. No way home. Fucking All of them home. Homecoming. Home something. <laughs> home alone. Uh, but uh, yeah, I really like that. I did like the. I like Tony Stark being a bad guy. I love. Not that he's like he's not you, a bad guy. He's, he's just a, a prick. He, he's a lot like Lex Luthor yeah. in this thing, where he's like, I have an idea of how to keep both build power the world. suits too. Yes. Mm-hmm. Big purple go. and green power suit from Animated Justice League. <laughs> <laughs> they sleep on Lex Luthor. I'm telling you, they haven't. I watched one of my fucking algorithms popped up with this. Uh, God, I wish I could fucking remember his name because I recommend that to you. But he did uh, like a 20 minute documentary on how no one's used Lex Luthor properly in live action. Yeah, it, it's it's very upsetting because when you read Lex great Luthor, villain. he's a fantastic villain. Yeah. He's such a great foil to Superman. But he never gets brought up like the Joker and Batman. Yes, like, which is crazy yeah. because if he if Superman has an arch nemesis, it's definitely right. Not Doomsday. It's fucking. Yeah. Lex Luthor. And even with... We went on a tangent, but I'm so happy. It's Comic okay. books we'll is fucking great. Fucking yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, instead of me playing this off as a recommendation, be like, hey, I kind of want to talk about comic books <laughs> <Yeah>. for a while. <laughs> that was the whole point. Yeah, it was a clever ruse. Wait till we start talking about music after this. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so like people argue in fandoms like, you know, who's the best Joker? Mm-hmm. Is it Heath Ledger? Is it, you know, Mark Hamill? Is it whoever? But everyone's like, who's your favorite Lex Luthor? He's like, doesn't, you know, it's, whoever. <laughs> yeah. I would say the same thing about Joker for me. It's, for you? Yeah. I I didn't like Jared Leto's Joker. No one did. That would probably be my, I, I would just say I liked them or I didn't like them because, you know, Jack Nicholson's Joker is completely different. Right. And like, I read the comic book Joker. But I was what I was trying to get as like every yeah. Lex Luthor, I think every actor that played Lex Luthor could have played every Lex Luthor. Yeah. 
the closest that they got was that Superman Returns, He's where like Kevin Spacey, He's a bad uh, Kevin guy. Spacey, Fucking bad guy in real life, sex pest. <laughs> <laughs> we've stood, we've stood firm on that. Yeah. In this podcast, <laughs> we, we'll keep bringing them up, and Absolutely. we'll keep reminding people. Just that reminding you, like, we want to talk pest. about comics, and we don't agree with Kevin Spacey. <laughs> <laughs> but that was the closest that they got. Because, yeah. But again, he was more like uh, conniving because right. he was like, "I just want to sell real estate instead yeah. of like." You know, I can really change the world. Right. And the Jesse Eisenberg, Lex Luthor was just... Eccentric. And it was weird. I don't know. And young, which I don't also... It's like we want to make him like a cool, hip billionaire. It's like, oh, like Mark Zuckerberg? Yeah. What's the guy that played Mark Zuckerberg doing? (laughs) (laughs) He's not... Lex Luthor's like a smart uh, billionaire, you know? Yeah. Not a stupid Elon Musk type. He's a fucking genius. Do you think they would ever make a movie like like a one-shot movie of a great superhero like mm. not trying to set it up to be a franchise i would like just make hey this is like if they made spider-man life story and it's like hey we're doing this one spider-man movie i would and that's it i would think if anybody would do that i think dc would make a great uh uh pivot to doing that where they would yeah. maybe have trilogies and stuff but also be like okay this is a different spider-man story i know we have spider-man in this story, mm-hmm. I mean Spider-Man. That's Marvel. Batman. Yeah, it, I know what you're Batman. <laughs> but but this is a different Batman story. Yeah. And then people would be like, oh yeah, okay, cool. I just like watching Batman do stuff. Yeah. And like, so you can keep the Robert Pattinson Batman, and he'd be like, it's his own life, yeah, his own world. Superman's not a part of this one. Yeah. Everything's dark and dirty. Yeah. But then we have like this Batman over here, played by Christian Bale or something. Yeah. Again, <laughs> I think people have you know the wherewithal of it, like. Exactly. These movies are so ubiquitous everywhere. Everyone knows the origin of Batman and Spider-Man mm. and stuff like that, that mm. you don't need the origin setup movie anymore. Once you go cosmic, that's when I'm like, okay, like people understand comic yeah. books now. If you can go into outer space and then have people understand how these people, who these people are and how they operate yeah. and like how Spider-Man could go out into outer space yeah. and you know, actually be helpful instead of like, I'm dying, guys. I can't web <laughs> anything out here. It's... And the web shooters don't, yeah, nothing yeah. in zero gravity. You just whip it out. And yeah. he's like, this physics away. doesn't really work out here, guys. I'm so Never sorry. About that until just now. <laughs> That's what I think about all the time. But he's like an asset when he's going out in outer space. Yeah. So when they do that, I'm like, okay, people can take in the fantastic now. Mm-hmm. And just like, like street level Spider-Man is always going to be my favorite. Yeah. But when you write a cosmic story, it's typically a big story. Just like the Avengers. Yeah, Secret Wars, off. stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Once that stuff pops off, then... I think people understand. Yeah. Comic books can get fucking weird. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I do think we are on the, I mean, I don't fucking know. I, I know personally I'm getting sick of almost the big shared universe. Everything's got to be a shared universe. Yeah. I would be, I would welcome one shots. I mean, I, and I only say that because there's Marvel stuff now that comes out, especially some of the Disney plus stuff. It's not that I mm-hmm. don't enjoy watching it, but I'm like, Oh fuck. I yeah. got to, you know, She-Hulk comes out on Wednesday, which means, you know, I've got to watch it early I Wednesday. Seen that if yet. I hear it's really good. It is really good. Okay. But the fact of the matter is, like, I feel obligated to watch those things yeah. so I know what's going on in this universe. I feel and you I, on can't, that. I can't take another yeah. one of these. I don't want to watch Falcon and Winter Soldier. I'm it's not... real. It's good. But see, even that. I'm like, yeah, yeah. it's really, uh, it's good. Yeah. It's good. It's I good. Hear it's good. And you I've know what he does at the end? He puts on the new Captain America suit. That's what I figured. Yeah. You know, and that's cool. Yeah. That's fine. He looks uh, great in it. But very comic accurate to the Sam Wilson Captain America. It's great. 
I love uh, Hawkeye, so I was really yeah. looking forward to that. And I love Kate Bishop, so yeah. when she showed up, I was like, oh, fuck yeah, this is going to be fantastic. Yeah, they sold us like, was. we're making a My Life as a Weapon yeah. TV show. And yeah, it looked great. It, mm-hmm. You can definitely tell that it was My A lot Life of purple as a and weapon. black. Yeah. yeah. So I was very into that, and they did a fantastic job because it wasn't really a part of the uh, universe as a whole. It right. was just, here's Hawkeye's story. Yeah. Right over here. It's very small. That's where they like him. Just, yeah. Just, just fuck, stay over there. Yeah, just, just give hang Hawkeye his little, little thing. You're you fighting know? on the ice rink? Yeah, it's a big tree. We, we know it. You're Show, doing great, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Show Kate uh, learning. Yeah. Hint at the Young Avengers type shit. That's and what we're going to do next. That, I'll, I'll definitely watch that, you know. Yeah. But I hope they don't build it up like they did uh, the big MCU. Well, yeah, they have... Uh, they just released a couple days ago, like, uh, Disney Plus. You know, it's basically... There once a year, I read somewhere that it, a lot of people start getting um, like memberships in for Christmas. Mm-hmm. So now they're uh, putting out things. Those memberships are about to, you know, if you buy a one year uh, thing for Disney Plus, give it to your niece. That's going to have to renew. So they're all releasing. This is what's coming next year uh, to Disney Plus. Yeah. Like, hey, you know, yeah, give them another keep... renewal thing. Yeah. So you know they have to do it. That's a smart move, actually. Oh yeah, it's oh, fucking yeah. genius. They God get you. But it's showing like what's coming <laughs> up, and it's like. Secret Wars is coming, or Secret Invasion, mm. and another Very interesting another thing of invasion. Loki and the Marvels, which is you know Miss Marvel mm. and Carol Danvers. Yeah. I love the Miss Marvel series; that was fantastic. I feel you on that, but that yeah. came out this year, and Moon Knight, and Werewolf by Night, and yeah. Black Werewolf Panther. Werewolf by Night is a show. See, you didn't even know that. It's holy great. shit! It's great. It's on Disney Plus. Oh my god! Yeah, I thought that that would be way too obscure. Yeah, man, things in it. <laughs> that's fantastic yeah, those that know fear will know the touch of the man thing <laughs> this is someone insane. said that into a camera <laughs> <laughs> and they showed people this is insane yeah but it's getting nerdy out there and i kind of do enjoy that part but and do you think that's something that you really liked about this is it took all the spider-man I and mean, we're actually still talking about this <laughs> oh, let's bring it back <laughs> let's reel that one back in <laughs> It really got away from us. Ooh, holy shit. I blacked so out to... for a second. <laughs> Where are we? <laughs> um, but yeah, this graphic novel, um, Spider-Man Life Story, I mm-hmm. think that's what I kind of dug about it. That's too. my favorite part of it is how well they integrated uh, yeah. the big, the, the classics of what yeah. Spider-Man's been through. And, you know. And it's cool with Spider-Man because you couldn't really do it with like Batman because he started in the 30s. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, just the skeleton. Yeah. It's like we don't need you know eighty year old Batman at the year in the year two thousand. But they even got uh, Craven the Hunter. Yeah, uh, uh, what that was, was a that cool Spider Man? What is that called? Dead. That whole arc where Craven hunted uh, Spider Man. Oh, and, uh, and quote unquote uh, killed him. Fucking the the hunt. Yeah, something like, something that. like the hunt. Yeah, that's that's a really good uh, story, and they even touched on that. Yeah, and so, and. Like, everybody knows, like, Spider-Man loved Gwen Stacy first and then went to MJ, and that's in there, and they do a fantastic job with that, I would say. Yeah. I really like Mary Jane in this. Um, I love that Mary Jane. She's good. I I don't know. I, I like, put upon Mary Jane, Mm. like, better than, like, you know, uh, Kirsten Dunst's famous actress Mary Jane. That Mary Jane's, you know, boring. But I see the other Mary Jane, I'm like, good for you. Flustered Mary Jane. Yeah. Just like... (laughs) Where the fuck is he? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, God damn it. He's fighting in space. No, Aunt May. You got to yeah. stay here. <laughs> uh, it's Craven's Last Hunt. Craven's Last Hunt. That's what you're yes. talking about. Yeah. Yes. And that was really good. Yeah. And like, that's a really good Craven, and Craven's really good in this. Nice. And it's uh, like we talked about Captain America is really good, mm-hmm. and like 
how his story works into the Civil War with Tony Stark. That's really cool. And with Reed and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and his relationship with Reed and how what Peter does when he's older, mm-hmm. it makes sense why he would do something like that. Right. But it, you know, you never see Spider-Man do something mm-hmm. like that. So that was very cool. And he's basically, you know, just like, fuck you, Tony Stark yeah. type of guy. <laughs> and that's, I would say, you know, if they made a sequel to this or like a different imagining of something like this, like you said that they're going to do the, it they, with Fantastic Four. Yeah, they already did. That is interesting, you know. Mm-hmm. I would probably read that just because. It feels like Wolverine Origin. They did, like, Wolverine Origin, and they also did some Old Man books. Yeah, like Old Man Logan. Old Man, and they did Old Man Hawkeye, too, I believe. Yes, I yeah. remember when Hawkeye was an old man, and that's good stuff, too. Yeah. And, uh, like, Batman. But that Batman wasn't, like, Wolverine's whole life story put into one thing. That was just like, no. hey, what if he's old? Kind of yes. like how, like, uh, uh, Batman Beyond. It's mm-hmm. like, hey, what if Bruce Wayne's old now and there's a new Batman? Yeah, it's basically like that. Right. But origin- I would love to see one of these Batman if he can get like all the years of canon from, you know, obviously his parents getting shot to him starting to League of Shadows, Bane breaking his back, mm-hmm. and then even try to bring in the Batman Beyond stuff. If someone made that sort of thing. You could make a Batman Beyond and I would be very interested. in. Well, no, if you that. took all of that and put it into something like this, like this is mm-hmm. the story of Batman mm-hmm. in... 100 pages okay because that's kind of what this is like now, if you want to know what spider-man's about read this this is yeah. this is like a cliff notes for spider-man mm, yes that's really if you want to give to it to somebody yeah yeah you, you can feel the beats and understand if there's any person left on this planet that for some reason might be able to access a podcast but still doesn't know who spotify is or not uh spider-man <laughs> Sp- <laughs> I was podcast. yeah but if you don't know anything about spider-man you could read this book and have a general knowledge of everything about yeah. him ever I have a great time reading a really good story yeah and you'll pick up who peter parker is really fast all right so we're not going to spoil it because jake wants you to read it yeah if you can read it read it. three points and a recommendation yeah i mean like yeah yeah i don't want to spoil anything it's so much fun i'm glad you liked it i really liked it so of course you got three points but again is that your recommendation of the year this is our last one of the year a recommendation of the year yeah Um, i will talk about that at the end um i would recommend a hot brown Go to Louisville, Kentucky, go to the Brown Hotel, and then ask for a hot brown. You will have a very tasty open face turkey sandwich. Yeah. Recommendation of the year. <laughs> That's your recommendation of the year? Yeah. It's pretty solid. It's oh my God. Solid. It is yeah, such a enough. tasty sandwich. Yeah. If you think you take a sandwich and then put gravy on it and I'm not happier, <laughs> you're the wrong. amount of cheese alone was like, hello. Yeah, Molly. I don't know. I don't know how they're still standing then in that crazy <laughs> state. All right, it's three points. And yeah. uh, so now we get to talk about the thing that you recommended for me. That's right. Which was the. Um, the genre you kind of said it was like post punk. That's what I would call it. I believe the term they use is anti folk. Yeah, that's even better. Yeah, yeah. which I, also I remember I would, hearing that. I would say post punk is anti folk, but apparently they're the same thing. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like most of these genres are just made up at this point. They're just yeah. It's like, what do you listen to? I listen to skid core. Yeah, like, sure. <laughs> I listen to kissing cousins. You're like, well, okay. That's awesome, man. I'm, gl- I'm glad that's what you're into. Just stop talking to me. <laughs> and don't look at my phone. It's going to fuck up all my algorithms. <laughs> but uh, the album MRI by Jeffrey Lewis. Yes. Um, it's actually Jeffrey Lewis and The Junkyard. Yes. that's First of all, great name for a backing band. The Junkyard. The Junkyard. Yeah. Like, that's that's right up there for top-notch 
backup band. This name. is his only album with the, the junkyard. junkyard. Oh, he yeah. should have stuck around with the junkyard. <laughs> Maybe there's one that I haven't seen yet, yeah. but uh, this is probably uh, his most popular album. Yeah, it came and, out in 2009. Yeah, I think. Yeah, and it's uh, what'd you think? You have to tell me. Um, so I I went in thinking different things. This is a running theme. Where I yeah. start watching something, I think it's going to be something it's not. Mm-hmm. And it's just that I'm wrong. It's not that the thing is bad. Yeah. I know what um, you mean. I do this exact same thing. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm tr- also like, I'm not going to like this. Right. You know, and then. Right. I have, I've actually listened to this album probably about five times all the way through. Oh, hell yeah. It's not, a, it's not a super long album. No, it's not at all. There's that one really long song in the, uh, like the tail end of the album. It's like an eight minute song, but the rest of them are like pretty short. Yeah. But, um. I really enjoyed this. I kind of oh, like yeah. what you were saying about Spider-Man Life Story. I'm kind of surprised this guy is completely, um, you know, missed my radar completely. Yeah, yeah, right? It's very interesting because this is something that we would, he would perform at Molly's, uh, our bar, you know. Yeah, at he's, the bar in town. Yeah, he's a Richmond native and he plays at, you know, small little venues. Yeah. And uh, he's actually a comic artist as well. Really? And uh, his stuff is very fun. Hmm. And... I have one of his comics. If I find it, I'll let you borrow nice. it. it I, I really look forward to, uh, yeah, that'd be awesome. It's like a diary type thing of his life that Ooh. he wrote out and drew, and it's really good. I huh. would, I would uh, think that's up your alley yeah. as well. It's a, it's a great album, like front to back. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say, and it's not what it was meant to be. Like, there's not like, oh, this is would be the single. Like, it's 1994 and you're cutting yeah, a record deal or something like I know exactly like what you mean. Like, this was the one that you would make a music video out of. Right. But I liked all the songs. It's it, Every one of them is uh, worth listening to. Yeah. It's uh, definitely why I recommended this album in particular, because there's no... Oh, I, I, I listened to a couple of his other songs on Spotify. I just went to, like, his radio and hit, um, you know, Shuffle or whatever. Yeah. Again, that's on Spotify, the number one streaming app where yeah. you can listen to Up Your Alley Podcast because <laughs> I still can't figure out how to get it on any other platform. <laughs> Yay. Um, but yeah, I liked all of his other stuff too, but you know, this has just one complete set of an mm-hmm. album, which is, I don't know if it's another thing about getting older, but I like to listen to the whole album. Yeah. Like, I, I, I really enjoy sitting down because- I've been getting out of that actually. Really? You know, yeah, well, I know you listen to your old Droog. Yeah. Out of order. Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm really good at just plopping on music and listening to it and letting Spotify tell me. Oh, yeah. What to uh, listen to. And that's great to do, like, you know, when I'm doing work or anything like that with my wonderful Raycon wireless earbuds. Oh, in my yeah. Ears. Oh, yeah. We're going to get them to. Oh, yeah. Smooth no. sounds of Raycon. I don't like Raycon. Again, we stop talking shit this. about Raycon. We don't have any advertisers yet. <laughs> We're going to be nice to everyone. We will censor these out if they good, have anything. Good, yeah. If Beats or uh, AirPods wants to sponsor it, yeah, they could pay to edit this out. Doing the fuck, yeah, they do the final edit, so it doesn't sound like shit, and we won't talk about your competitors. It's fucking knockoffs! Oh my god! <laughs> but uh, I, I really like to sit down and you know, if I have a chunk of time where I know I'm going to be doing something, um, then listen to the whole album. Feed and crows, something that you can just Jacob, Jacob, uh, turn Jacob. off. You don't know anything about crow feeding. <laughs> Until I make you learn to feed crows. <laughs> That's going to be up my alley. Dude, I could have, you know, 10 miles of model trains in this basement. All I do is feed crows some peanuts. I think I'm handling my <laughs> midlife crisis fairly well. I'm talking to Jake about comic books and attracting birds. I love model Carrying trains. birds that will eat me when I die. <laughs> they might bring you a dollar. 
Oh, if that's the day they fucking bring me a dog, <laughs> I have like a heart attack. And they're just like, you're just, down, you're just down on the ground. <laughs> you and they just fucking, this is a put waste. a dollar in your hand. That's the last. Stuff it down from my breast pocket. It's <laughs> the last memory that you have. You're like, thanks. <laughs> oh, I know what I'm dreaming about tonight. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> what the fuck? So, yeah, you listen to a yeah. whole album when you can. Um, and this one was definitely le- worth listening to, you know, all the way through. Yeah. It's great. Thank you. Great I'm really flow. happy that you got to... Uh... Uh, I did I, I did some research into the guy. Well, first of all, my favorite song was... Um, uh, I got the track list up here somewhere. I want to guess. Okay. Hold on. Let me pull it up. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. I want to guess. Upside Down Cross. No. Damn. Not Upside Down Cross. That's the uh, the long one. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's the one that I would think that people would uh, really enjoy. Yeah. Oh, no. It's, yeah. it's great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Whistle Past the Graveyard. Oh my gosh, that's probably my second favorite one. Really? That one's so good. It was very similar to my favorite uh, Ween song, I'm Waving My Dick in the Wind, <laughs> which is another fantastic, just like John Ween is song. fantastic. Yeah, yeah, well, that's the thing is when I was uh, looking up some stuff about this guy, he has performed with some bands that I really enjoy. Oh, cool. He's actually performed with one of my top five favorite bands of all time. Oh my God, who? Yeah, the Presidents of the United States oh, of America. Holy shit. I yeah. had no idea. I'm a sleeper on the Presidents, man. Uh, they're just, a fantastic just fan. Good fucking. There's no way. They're still so good. And yeah. they're just like a novelty, funny band. I, that they made are, fantastic songs. They are Rush if Rush got popular <laughs> in the 90s. Like, it's just three dorks that are really good at making music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it'd be really silly, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, Oh my god! But and also, it's so uh, great that they played together. Yeah, it's so funny. And they played with, uh, or Jeffrey Lewis played with Mountain Goats as well, which oh, is wow. the first song, especially uh, the first song slogans. It sounds very Mountain Goatsy. I can give it to him, especially yeah. his voice. Yeah, it has that Mountain Goat style to it. But yeah, I, I gotta say, like I put on, you know, he's on the Spotify rotation now. That's rock and roll, man. Yeah. yeah. Is I, there any other like stuff like this that you know this kind of music that's it's really stripped down too. Like it's not, hmm. not that it sounds crappy or anything, but you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not a lot of, uh, vocal effects. There's no yeah. auto tune or it's synthetic anti folk. Yeah. yeah. But folk is uh, anti folk is techno. <laughs> I don't understand why <laughs> these names come from. That's what that's I why. was saying. It that's was hard why. for me to peg yeah. this down. Like I can't, I don't know how to describe it to that's you. I don't I like, like or not you, but like yeah. a listener that's like, yeah, should I listen to this or not? That's why yes, I you like, should. If you like the first two songs, you're going to like the it, record. He does a lot of acoustic stuff. Yeah. You know, and it's mostly him singing. I would say the other album that I really like of his is there. it's those who have cracked that the light shines through. Okay. That's yeah. A, that's a really good album as well. And uh, in regards to your question, it's really hard to say because it's like I haven't been listening to like just one artist right. for a while. I just listened to stuff on rotation right so it's like um to recommend something i'd probably have to recommend songs yeah and like we did a good job picking this album oh yeah this is one of my favorite albums so there's a solid chance if you just picked one song out of the blue out of this album i might have just like i you know had talked about before i'll just stop listening to this but i powered through Mm -hmm. the whole record and it was Mm -hmm. great yeah very happy with it i'm very happy to hear that see i think we both wait 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 you want to do your points now? Yeah. Yeah? What'd you get? It, What'd you get? It's a three. That's what I'm talking it's a three. about. We're still tied up. Look, we got threes. I think I've, this is the first time both of us gave threes to yeah, each absolutely other. Absolutely. It's the first double three. Woo! It was, a, it was a good one, man. Before the year ended. 
Yeah, we got, we got this got it done right under the wire, man. <laughs> but That's wonderful. I I really dig it, and it's another thing that um I think is cool when finding out about a new artist, especially if they have a big back catalog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's not like oh this guy you found out about this great artist. This is their first album, and you won't get anything else for another two three years or whatever it is. Yeah, I know what you mean. Somebody new, but, like finding yeah. out about somebody that's been. Oh, sorry, I've been trying to not to cough for like. 35 minutes now. i feel you yeah <laughs> i'm still a little sick <laughs> it's just winter i know this is um, awful but finding out about a new artist that's got a good size catalog that you can go back and listen got a great to. catalog and when you get into it uh you can check out his comic books yeah and those things are uh very cool i love his uh, i love his art style yeah i gotta look more into that that sounds interesting yeah yeah i would definitely check that out yeah he's got some well, great stuff in there. just like you said on the your old drug episode if drug ever came around you'd uh go see him with me oh yeah jeffrey lewis ever comes around i'll go see him with you oh my god if he comes around with the presidents of the united states of america Dude, they don't tour anymore that is so yeah, sad it is i do love the damn presidents. that would have been a great time second album's my favorite yeah i'm yeah. sure jeffrey lewis i'm gonna i got it three yep. two. two i don't know how to edit so that's all gonna be it. <laughs> <laughs> good break that if we ever have an editor that'd be a great spot for him to cut in <laughs> We uh, can we cut that out? No, no. Okay, uh, it's because of, it's because of the knobs on the board. Yeah. Yep. He keeps twisting them. Yeah, I'm watching him twist them. There's nothing all the, changing. Oh, all the le- all the lights are off now. <laughs> I don't think this is working. God damn it! That's what you get for interns. But yeah, if Jeffrey Lewis uh, ever comes around, we'll go check him out. That'd be great. Yeah, that'd be a blast. Hell yeah, love a good concert. And I think this would be a fun. I just based on this album alone this is the kind of concert i'd go to and have a good time i love shows yeah you know something small like this because yeah. you know I, not a big concert venue like, rem- like uh you know uh brother bill oh yeah. you know that's a local band local band reference we both really enjoy yeah check them out they're on spotify they're really good are they on spotify yeah good for them we're they, on spotify yeah yeah i wonder how much money they're getting i wonder if we're gonna meet on spotify <laughs> but like one time i went out to see brother bill and uh i was out of money for hmm. beer so i was leaving right and uh they're all outside they're like where are you going i was like oh, i'm out of money i gotta go home they're like hey, get back in there we're gonna buy you your beers tonight <laughs> i was like oh thanks guys and then it just it's always a good out. time yeah it seems like this would be a good hang i don't know what size venues he plays in but you know a couple hundred people would be great yeah small little things i'm sure i saw um my brother saw him perform yeah yeah and it was a small thing that's yeah he got me his autograph it was pretty awesome really yeah when I uh, saw my third favorite band of all time, The Hold Steady, um, mm. my uh, my friend and my sister and I went up to a show in Morgantown, West Virginia, and I had seen The Hold Steady before at um, a venue in Richmond that was like a big theater, and I saw them at the 930 Club in D.C., mm-hmm. but this was literally like a 200-person place, and it was in West Virginia, so people were smoking inside, <laughs> and it was a very you know great crowd great energy and there's nothing better than that when it's small and intimate like that yeah. it's a lot it's a lot more fun especially That's, when you can see a you know a bigger act that has a a good draw of hardcore fans yeah like there's not going to be a bunch of fucking casuals there now <laughs> jeffrey lewis hipster but <laughs> <laughs> these guys didn't hear about him until episode 30 of their podcast <laughs> jumping on the jeffrey lewis <laughs> hype train i guess uh, the 930 club is like the perfect i love that size venue. for yeah. me you know because like you said, the intimacy of it. Like, yeah. I would just be standing next to somebody and they're like, you love these people? And I'm like, yeah, yeah you love these people? And they're like, yeah. He's like, you want to rush to the stage, get yeah. to the front of it? And it was like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> we work together to get to the front. Did, talking about local bar bands, did I ever tell you about when I saw um, one of the bands from the bar 
seeing The Hold Steady at the 930 Club. No. <laughs> so I went to see The Hold Steady. <laughs> and uh, there was this band called uh, Crown Vic that used to play at the bar. Mm-hmm, They're mm-hmm. called something else now, but they were great. And uh, I had seen them once or twice at the pub and then was at the 930 Club upstairs buying beer. And I saw the guys from Crown Vic there. And they were there to see The Hold Steady too. Mm. And I went up to him and I'm like, oh my God, are you guys Crown Vic? <laughs> they looked at me like I was 23 and half drunk. And they looked at me like, yeah. I'm like, what are you guys doing here? They're like, we're seeing the band, the same thing you're doing. It was just the most you know, awkward interaction with people that shouldn't have been recognized. Not that they shouldn't have been recognized, but they went there, you know, to see a great band. Yeah, <laughs> just was, as friends. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, musicians are people too. They also like to go out and do things. They're just out doing things? I know, in the wild, without being mobbed. Shouldn't you be playing your own bands right now? <laughs> They're great. Uh, we can shout out all the local bands that we like. I know, right? We... That's three now. We've shouted out U.S. Agents, Crown Vic, and Fuck yeah. Brother Bill. <laughs> <laughs> I found Brendan Peck again yeah. online. Oh, We're good. friends again. Nice. I'm good so happy. He's still a zany <laughs> dude. I'm just happy to see him again. Yeah. And yeah, awesome. we used to check out uh, local bands all the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe this should be a New Year's resolution. Go back into it. Yeah. That's a great idea. We'll think about that. Yeah. We'll put a peg in that. Yeah, we'll put a peg in that. It's not January yet. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, just, we'll talk about this in January. Uh, all right, man. So two threes on the episode. Yeah. So I guess uh, what we got to talk about now is what we're going to be doing next week. So next week, we're going to do something a little bit different. Yeah. That uh, we talked about earlier. So it'll be the first episode of the new year because this will come out um on the 29th yeah or 30th 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 30th. so this will come out on the 30th and it'll be our last episode of the year and so next week we will be doing uh a quick look at movies and tv shows and stuff like that that will be coming out in 2023 and it's just talking about the things that we're most excited about um what we think the other person would enjoy or if like you know season three of this is coming on and i you haven't seen it and i'm waiting for season three and i could be like now's your time you need to catch up on season one and two Mm -hmm. yada 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 that sort of thing yeah so that's gonna be fun i think that would be really fun yeah it'll be kind of check in if you know later on we're like hey remember we said we were excited about that how much did that suck yeah (laughs) yeah and then well, like, yeah, we both get our information differently, right? So we both have a, obviously a different that's what idea. we're talking about. You know, yeah. I like so, this kind of music. You like Spider Man, but both of us still miss each of these. Somehow. I know, yeah, it's amazing. But uh, so we're gonna do that. But then the week afterwards, I have for you a documentary series on Netflix. Okay, it is called Ancient Apocalypse. Man, they're talking about that at work. Are they? Yeah, they're saying that it's very interesting. Oh, it which, is that kind of interesting. If it's so, it's already feeling because you're saying ancient apocalypse, yep. which is already telling me like what the History Channel is now. And it's like did ancient did, aliens? Did aliens help Hitler? Yeah, you know, type shit. Well, did they? <laughs> the shit job, is aliens. a resounding yeah. no. <laughs> yeah, pick the <laughs> asshole in that situation, aliens. <laughs> so, I am interested. Yes. I have no idea what it's about so or it's anything. This journalist, Graham Hancock, who does like, you know, he's one of those people that I'm not sh- I'm sure he writes books and says he's a journalist, mm. but he also does like speaking tours. I found out about him through uh, the Joe Rogan podcast because mm. he's been on there a couple times with another guy who's in the documentary series, Randall Carlson. And the whole thing is they have, it's essentially what it comes down to. It's not spoilers because it's the whole setup for the show. Mm. They think that there was an ancient civilization of advanced people that were here mm. up until like 100,000 years ago or 12,000 years ago. 
and then there was an asteroidal impact that flooded the entire planet real quick, and then we basically had to start back over. Hmm. And the timeline that the historians are giving us about early man is wrong, Jake. And they have evidence. <laughs> oh, my and God. it's awesome. Oh, my God. It's like ancient aliens, but they're looking at rocks. I'll watch this, but I'm already rolling my eyes. <laughs> that's why I want you to watch it. <laughs> I want you to roll your eyes so hard oh because it makes me so giddy to think about this stuff. I'm like, but look at how these rocks are carved similar to these rocks. And those couldn't be there from that time in Turkey. I feel like this is flat earther type stuff. It's it scratches that same itch okay. for sure. My goodness gracious. It doesn't have, you know, the pointlessness. Well, mm. I mean, I guess it, it's still pretty pointless. If they're like, oh, why would archaeologists bother lying about this? Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. breaking this story would be huge instead of some guy on Netflix talking about yeah. it. Yeah, they'd be like, this is evidence. <laughs> he does go hard about, he's like, mainstream archaeologists. I was like, there's mainstream archaeology and then other archaeology yeah. i thought that was just a you know uniform thing those fat cat archaeologists oh yeah living it up on madison avenue <laughs> just feeding you lies yeah and taking your money filling their pockets yep. <laughs> i got into the archaeology game yeah, they're not hurting for pussy. <laughs> <laughs> that was one man his name was dr indiana jones <laughs> <laughs> and he he inspired archaeologists like uh Top Gun inspired naval fire. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. God damn it, Indy. <laughs> right after that movie, that's when the yeah. cool archaeologists yeah, oh yeah. came out. All there. these fat cats. <laughs> oh my god. So yeah, just right. watch a couple episodes. I mean, they're like thirty minutes a piece. So I'll, it's fun. I'll definitely check it out. Yeah. That sounds all right. It is, um, it's fun. And now you got two weeks to do it too. I got a recommendation for you. Can't wait. Actually, what are we watching? This or listening is to a YouTube video a, that I want you to watch. A single YouTube video. Just one YouTube video. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's 45 minutes long. Oh. And uh, I thought it, it was just that hamster looking in the camera all funny. Because <laughs> you would have got an easy three on that. <laughs> I've already seen that. It's called Goat's Farting. And it's really. <laughs> <laughs> There's. Uh, but it's auto tuned to a Taylor Swift song. <laughs> <laughs> we, we both like uh, Metal Gear. Yes. Yeah. So there's a, a guy called Super Bunny Hop. Super and, Bunny Hop? Yes. And he's made a YouTube video like years ago. This is pretty old. Called uh, Metal Gear Solid Three Critical Close Up. Critical Close Up. Yes, and I think when you watch this, you will understand how I like to uh, analyze uh, video games and my experience with them. Yeah. When you watch this bad boy. Really? Yeah. Oh, I love a YouTube doc too. He's pretty in depth. Already with sounds it. pretty good. For and me. it's like he's uh, a journalist as well. Like yeah. he went to school for that stuff, and he's very in depth, and a lot of his stuff is. It just rings true. Is it like to me. making of, or is it like cultural impact, or it's it's like cultural impact, and it's like um, theory. Like oh, okay. How, why Kojima made the game this way, and what makes this part in particular very interesting? Does it stuff. go into like Kojima's life because he's kind of a, an elusive mm-hmm. character guy? No, it goes basically just into the game and how. Okay, like I'll tell you one thing: it's like. Um, camp is something that the game yes. is about. It's very all the, campy. All the Metal Gear games have had that. And like even in the definition of camp, it says that uh, camp cannot be serious. Right. And he put he makes the argument that that's false. That this game proves them wrong. Nice. Because it's very campy, but it's also very very serious. That's good. I, I like that it's a um, set in the real world. I was like, is it forty five minutes of 
why the storyline of Metal Gear Solid 3 <laughs> is the best because I feel like I'm like, yeah, I played the fucking game. If it was something like that, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. give a shit. But this is something that opened my eyes about it and I was like, yes. Just looking at a game through uh, fresh eyes. Through fresh eyes and huh. like being like, I resonate with this so well. Like nice. this is perfect. This is exactly why I love Metal Gear Solid 3. Okay. So I'm very excited for you to watch that. Nice. All right. Absolutely, man. I will check that out. Fuck yeah. So uh, last thing we got to do is check the old email. Woo! Um which is uh, upyourallypod at gmail.com if you want to send us something. Uh, we got an email from uh, our buddy Richie. Yay! Um, long-time listener, first-time emailer. <laughs> he brought up, I, I can't help but feel the first 10-minute chunk of, chunk of episode four. People are going to find out that I can't read and talk at the same time. <laughs> I should really make you read the yeah, emails. I should probably do this. I cannot read and talk. My eyes go faster than my mouth, and it gets all jumbled. My problem is I can't talk and read at the same time. Well, then we're fucked. <laughs> This is what the intern should be doing, yeah. as well as to the levels. Could you do? Could you read this intern? Yep. He's he's messing with the knobs again. I know. <laughs> what does it mean? Get in here. God, the lights look better, but I don't know how to tell for sure. They feel better. They feel. Uh, he's. Uh, that's the dimmer switch. It's that's calm. great. Uh, Progress. Sense. Makes sense. We're doing well. Uh, first ten minute chunk of episode four, where you talk about being curious about Warhammer and magic, was mm-hmm. a dog whistle specifically for me, your friend Richie, <laughs> who plays both of those games. I would love to teach whoever is interested. This is yeah. something that I would like to do. Um, and oh. if Richie's on board, this is also something that we're going to try to work on the new year, getting some kind of video component. Yeah. In on this. Oh so, my God. We'll set up like a yeah, Warhammer thing. On we can here. do it right here in the basement. Oh my God. Yeah. We'll bring Richie in. Yeah. Oh my yeah, God. You put that in there. Um, he could, uh, give us some unpainted minis. Oh, yeah. wow. Says he has uh, spent a good deal of time on both of these things. Yeah. I'd rather do Warhammer. But I, I think magic would be easier. I think I would rather do Warhammer too. Yeah. I the only thing that interests me about Warhammer right now is that you paint the miniatures and like that's that arts fun. and crafts built in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That sounds super fun. Yeah. Um I've played magic. You are I already talked about this. Yeah. Played it five times. I have no idea how yeah. to play it still. We'll figure that out. Yeah. Something fun to think about. But yeah, I I would very interested yeah. in Warhammer. That'd be a fun video to make. Yeah. As well. Let people know. nerd out on shit that they yeah. enjoy. I love we that We can fucking figure it out. We'll figure <laughs> yeah. it out. Oh, yeah. We'll figure it out. We got a whole year to figure it out. <laughs> yeah. This is like fucking episode six or five or whatever. I've already lost count. I, I have no fucking clue. It's, it's six. Do we count the first episode that we made? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, but, yeah. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Be sure to email us. It's upyourallypod at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at upyourallypod. Uh, thanks all for coming out. I'm Taylor Edgar. With me is... Hey, I'm Jake Baggett. Thanks for coming out, buddy. Hey, happy New Year. Happy New Year. All right. Talk to you later. All right, buddy. Love ya. Love you too.